there's people who are very, very passionate about re- like writing very long reviews, and I don't understand that. Wait a second. Go on. I got dibs, and this one says Revenge of the Teddy Bears. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. That's not what no, I was funny. actually looking at. Um, That's how you play dibs, well, Larry. Uh, well, the, so the dibs, the, the, the thought I had there, I had it pulled up because I'm pretty sure that is the same person who did a numbered list uh, that I was reading for New Hope earlier, too. No, no, that's the next one. Uh, Delhi something, something, something. It's a very long list. Yeah. Anyway, this is One Star Reviews, folks. Oh, hello. And uh, this is the last episode of our salute to Star Wars for Kayla Westman. My dad's going to be a grandfather. Hey, he stole your joke. There you go. No, you can have it. Oh, thanks. You can have it. You can have it for this. But that one's a fact, though. He is going to be a grandfather. He is. And uh, Caleb, as he alluded, is going to have a son soon. Hell yeah. So we are doing Star Wars, uh, one star uh, reviews and salute to Caleb Westman. His and... own Grogu, if you will. Spoiler, Larry. God. His own baby odor. For people who are <laughs> too Yaddle. S- slow. Ba- baby yogurt. <laughs> are you going to call it yogurt? Yeah. You're... I am. No, I'm going to name it Lone Star. Lone Star Westman. Yeah. Lone Star Barf. Lone Star Barf Westman. Wow. That's a reference out of reference. Yeah. Yeah, but he's going to go by Barf. So. Only Lone Star is going to be called when like, he has a substitute teacher. I'm a man. I'm half man, half dog. I have my own best, best friend. friend. <laughs> Only like substitute teacher can be like, Lone Star. <sighs> it's actually Barf. Sorry. <laughs> I, I prefer Barf. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Caleb Westman obviously giving uh, birth to his son soon himself, and uh, Larry Simonson. Hi, in a very nice sweater. I it's, this is the most comfortable sweater I own. Christmas sweater. My my wife bought it for me in early December, oh. just like as a like she was getting some things from J Crew, and we usually what she'll, comfy. usually what she'll do is she'll be like Larry never shops for clothes for him, uh-huh. so I'll also get him a couple of things while I'm shopping for myself, so that I don't feel bad about it. And this is honestly the best purchase she's she ever She bought made you me. those really nice pants that I bought a pair of myself. Oh, I yeah, remember. The, yeah, the tech, whatever they're called. Is, Why uh, is it that guys? So, so women, like my wife sometimes buy me, buys me a shirt or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't have the balls to get our women clothes, do we? I don't. I actually do have all of Lauren's measurements written down in a Google Keep file. But do you know her patterns and do you know her color palettes? Honestly, I do hang out with her enough. To have a pretty good idea. I mean, I know why my wife buys me clothes. Mm-hmm. It's easy. I wear black t-shirts and jeans. Mm-hmm. Not all that hard. Thirty-eight waist. Is that? Uh, because, does she ever like forty-nine inch inseam? Does she ever like, like steal your clothes? You know, like how women like steal your clothes. And be like, oh, it smells like you. I'm gonna wear this today. She's like, well, now she's stealing my lifting tees because she's super preggers and nothing really fits, and she wants to sleep in something. Mm. So, like, you know, I got all these random old T-shirts that are all soft and, like, stretched out from lifting and whatever. And so she's stealing all those. Nice. So you, no, not nice. Huge bummer. Yeah. Aw. I have to yell at Lauren when she does that to my shirt. Because she, her chest stretches out my shirts because she right. has some tatas. Yeah. And This like, episode is brought stop. to you by Lauren's tatas. This episode brought to you by Lauren K- Larry's wife's enormous chest. If you'd like to write to Larry about that, you can dial in at 864. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. You have another number every time. <laughs> One number. <laughs> One of the numbers is four. If you're a frequent listener, you can figure it out. 
<laughs> so as a tribute to Kayla, we are we have been reading the reviews of the past Star Wars movie, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. And yes, as you guessed it, today's episode is Revenge. I'm sorry, Return oh. of the Jedi, which when I was young, this was actually one of my favorite movies of all time. And then as I got older, I realized, oh, Empire is way better. I like Empire now. I think you said the same thing a little bit earlier yourself in uh, that episode. Yeah, I, yeah, I've grown to really like Empire, but I still do have a special place in my heart for Return of the Jedi. I mean, I own the green lightsaber right behind you, so I do too as well. Oh yeah, that green light. Yeah, the moment that he comes out with a green lightsaber, and you're like, I didn't know they could be green. <laughs> what? And then we freaked the hell out 30 years later when it was like, purple? What? Yeah, right. Every time they introduce a new color, we're like, oh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> new announcements. Why? What's happening to my penis? It's hard. Anyway. And purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine's a green one. <laughs> so, uh, hey, why is you the doctor. <laughs> why is mine curved? Because uh, you're a Sith. And yeah. you like the form two gem so, and if you have a oh, hook no. handle, Mm-mm. it's much better for powerful downwards. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Too deep. Too deep. That's what she said. All Too right, deep, as we, we move on, as we read the one star reviews and two stars and so on of uh, Return of the Jedi from IMDb, Revenge of the Teddy Bears. How can any adult enjoyed who enjoyed Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back possibly find anything entertaining or even interesting about this abysmal, unimaginative travesty? A genuinely bad movie, truly awful in every possible way, Jedi features a screenplay aimed squarely at four-year-olds and absolutely terrible acting with understandably uh, embarrassed cast. In addition, the film offers us the shoddiest array of cheap, plastic-looking space aliens since... Irwin Allen's Lost in Space TV series. Yes, I realize that this is a very achievement that endears the movie to the Legion of Kish-loving fans, but as a direct follow-up to Empire, one of the most entertaining and inventive uh, fantasy movies of the last 20 years, Jedi comes out and particularly insulting spit in the face of George Lucas and those god-awful teddy bears. Is there anyone out there, over the age of four that is, who doesn't cringe in horror at just the mere thought of those monstrously cute creatures? Hmm. Wow. You know, I did go through a period as a teenager where I was like, these Ewoks are kind of a bit much. They are a bit much. I've kind of come back around to them again. I'm like, eh, I'm fine with them. What I like about them, having read the EU now, because I'm with you, they're a bit, it's a bit stupid, but having read the EU, it's like... There's, there's uh, EU being the expanded universe, in case you're new to If that. If you don't know what that is, quit listening to this fucking podcast. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Until we get back to a restaurant. We'll come back to a restaurant. <laughs> no, just the idea that there's all these other species out there, and some of which are still primitive, that haven't been touched by space flight yet. And then you you meet some of these that like the Empire just like or, you know, the Alderanian expeditions or whatever just show up and all of a sudden you're just some primitive stick thrown teddy bear and like a whole bunch of spaceships show up and just take your planet. And it's a huge problem. It definitely paints the larger universe of like, yeah, this is still like this can these these civilizations exist and they actually can fuck with the Empire. Yeah. Not everyone has advanced and got space flight yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To get super serious in this weird, goofy podcast for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Fart jokes and Gumby and Ewoks. Oh, no. <laughs> the cutesy Ewoks alone drag this disappointment into the gutter. But wait, there's more. Boba Fett's embarrassing death. 
the teddy bear behind Darth Vader's mask, Chewbacca's Tarzan yell. Is there a more efficient way of totally destroying my belief in the events of this film? Unfunny hijinks in the Ewok village. Ugh. If not for the confrontation between Luke, Vader, and the Emperor, I would have given this a zero, were it possible. Too bad the Millennium Falcon wasn't destroyed in the final cut. It would have given at least a little weight to this utter anti-climax. You watch your mouth. <laughs> you wanted the Millennium Falcon destroyed. Wow. Here's one. Uh, is that three-year-old's kids movie is the um, title. Sings, dancing, and group acts. Some Teddy's killed soldiers and enemies always miss target like miles away. Never got single shoot. Ep 5, those giant machines impossible to defend, but in this you can breaking everything. Cheap direction. Wow. <laughs> People do not like Ewoks. If yeah. you didn't like this movie, that, you hate Ewoks. That's kind of what it seems like. There's a lot of these. Um, yeah. Oh, what can we learn from the one stars? People don't like Ewoks. This movie sucks. <laughs> I never understood the whole the huge amount of hype for the Star Wars trilogy, with Empire Strikes Back being the best one, and I still gave it a three. I'd say this is the second best, and I'd give it a one. The acting is bad. A movie like Pink Flamingos is good with bad acting, but a movie like this needs good actors. The plot is thinner than any blood-sucking freaks and is completely unimaginative. It's very boring, and the only good part is the musical number, which is really not that original. The, Avoid this movie. The musical number? Wait, what year is this? Is this, is this uh... 1999. So this came out right before. Oh, yep. This is no Empire, uh, the, Phantom. This might, yeah, but it came out during the. Um, so this would have been written during the uh, re-releases. Oh. Yeah. Which means that they mean the musical number in which Jabba's sucks. Palace, which sucks. Which is the added musical number, which is awful. Why is it in there? I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't get it. why they changed it. And then it's this woman singing this weird warbly like fifties kind of crooner Ooh. tune, but. It's in a language you don't know. Quick check. Um, uh, Return of the Jedi with Yub Nub or the newer <clears throat> end song, Ewok song. The one that like shows all the different places in the galaxy. Oh, that, yeah. That are like, yeah, the Empire is defeated. Yeah, that the Emperor is dead. Fuck him. too. Uh, but I liked Yub Nub. That weird girl? Yeah, alien? Yeah. No, Yub Nub is like, they changed the Ewok song at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, From the original to the the newer versions. Yeah, I hate the newer version. The newer version kind of sucks. They kind of both are dumb. They both are terrible. They're dumb in their own way. Oh, my God. So so this one is one, two, three, four paragraphs. I'm only going to read the first paragraph. Okay. The Star Wars films are a hallmark of our culture. Everyone who wants to study film should see them. Because they display quite accurately how not to make a movie. And in particular, how not to write a script. I cannot even express how much is wrong in these movies in every possible respect. Obviously, they are cynically manufactured with money in mind. Ewoks, come on! And obviously, they wreck the notion of film as anything but lightweight, even dull and stupid entertainment. What even some of the series detractors fail to see is how awful the movies would be with or without the hype. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on from there. C rating for a B movie equals zero. Lame acting, dialogue, Muppet Show. That's just the title. Oh, fuck. As is the rating is four stars. One given as balance. The original was great. Excellent B movie. This is a joke. I hate Han Solo slash Harrison Ford character and acting. A comic character along with Chewie. 
Luke and Leah can't act. The freaking Muppets? The dialogue. It's your destiny. Destiny? Do you know any other words? If it wasn't for the farce awakens, this would have been the worst movie. First was great. Second was good. This sucked. Prequels were better than this. Face it, it's garbage. My advice, watch only the first in original Star Trek TV, not films. <laughs> Star Trek. No more joke characters. Okay. Wow. The extremely blatant plot holes make it unwatchable. That's the title. Death Star gets destroyed the same way, LOL. What are the greatest stupidities of modern cinema? Planting a lightsaber on R2? Are you serious? What could go wrong? Midget furries destroying elite <laughs> stormtroopers? Obviously. The almighty Sarlacc? Story is horrible, the dialogue almost as bad, and the acting is a bad joke. Embarrassing. I have no idea how this is considered a classic. It should have been ripped in half. People really are cheap when it comes to movies. Take your weapon. Strike me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. Ha 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 I can feel your anger. And that's the end. Gives you focus. Makes you stronger. Good. Good. <laughs> Strike me down. Another pretentious mess from the king of crap. Let's make a note that the username is Mr. Sister Fister. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just when I thought Star Wars couldn't get any more childish and obnoxious, here comes Return of the Jedi, the worst of the original trilogy. What an accomplishment. That's astounding, seeing how the other two films are tedious pieces of trash as well. Return of the Jedi is strictly for those who will gladly get down on their knees and ecstatically open their mouths for George Lucas, so pretty much every fan of Star Wars. Wow. Mm. Hey, man, I'm a fan of Star Wars. I'm a pretty cool guy. I guess it's an age thing. I recently watched this movie as I was given the first three Star Wars on DVD. It was like watching one big puppet show from Jabba the Hutt to the Ewoks. The only bit I liked was the speed chase through the woods. Other than that, the movie was meh. But as I said, it's probably down to an age thing. I will agree with him. The speed chase through the woods is awesome. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Warning. Spoilers. And also, warning, spoilers. Return of the Jedi is a terrible film. I grew up with Star Wars. The problem is that I grew out of it. Return of the Jedi is ridiculous. You have professional soldiers, parentheses, stormtroopers, who can't shoot down Ewoks, or for a creature that has primitive technology. Lucas was going for that nature defeat technology. It isn't really true. Technology can destroy Mother Nature. Lucas is just poorly undereducated in certain areas like science. Okay. That'll it's, teach it's, him. It's a movie about space battles, man. They're not trying to get the science right. Yeah. Um, no, it's kind of like, have you ever watched The Happening? Uh, yeah, how nature's going to kill us? Fuck that. <laughs> Take that, Wahlberg. What? I haven't seen the movie. Spoiler. I don't know what you're talking about. Spoiler. Oh, all right. Uh, this it, one's this one's. It's just Walbar going. What, what the fuck's going on? Eh? The fuck? Why's the fucking air attacking me, dog? Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Two hours later, fuck, I'm dead. All right, movie <laughs> in. Oh man, these are funny. These are really funny. Everyone hates the Ewoks. If they if they didn't like this movie, they hate the Ewoks. God damn. Well, here's a here's a critical review from uh, um, Pat Gibbs. 
writing in The Telegraph in 1983, the day after the film's UK release. His The Empire Strikes Back of three years later was the expected sequel of comparable technical efficiency, but no longer seeming so original. And it is with some alarm that I read now that Return of the Jedi, which completes the trilogy, by no means brings the series to an end. For a new film, the former flair and invention are lacking, making the prospect of the two more trilogies planned on the same lines very daunting. Yeah, okay, I thought that Lucas at one point like said, oh, there's going to be nine movies, like he real did. early on. He did, yeah. Yeah. While a certain amount of drama is found in these revealing scenes, it is somewhat dissipated in the romantic relations between Leia and Solo, which result from Luke disclosing to Leia, to, that Leia is his sister. The dialogue given to the lovers is laughable, and their performance matches it. So what is presumably intended as a great romantic finale comes to little, which might equally be said of the film as a whole. The appeal, perhaps, will be the strongest to the young. The invited audience at the press show was predominantly juvenile. Mixed feelings. I love the first two Star Wars movies of the original trilogy, but I'm not a fan of the Return of the Jedi. One of the reasons why Empire Strikes Back is so great was because of how complex and deep were the characters and story. Story and characters take a backseat in Return of the Jedi to action and Ewoks, which seem like very heavy-handed attempt to capitalize on the younger audience and toy sales. It has some great ideas, but is not properly executed. The action and special effects are well as practical effects are very good and how Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader's story arcs are completed is the best part of the film. But it had potential to be more. Two stars. Hmm. Uh, here's another critical one. With its feints at horror and pathos, the third Star Wars film is the most Disney-esque in its emotional outline. Yet that outline is buried beneath the obnoxiously hyped up pace a la Raiders of the Lost Ark. That reduces the emotions to rubble. There is hardly any point in discussing the direction of a picture like this, in which almost every shot has been predetermined by the requirements of the special effects, yet director Richard Marquand, Eye of the Needle, fluffs the two or three real opportunities he has, rendering the long-delayed character climaxes with a chilly indifference. Interestingly, the advent of sexuality in the Star Wars universe, with the revelation of Carrie Nave Fisher's navel, yeah. is coupled... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is coupled with a resurgence of infantile imagery with the swarms of teddy bear Ewoks. If the trilogy has grown at all over its course, it's in terms of commercial calculation. Even the confusions of the narrative seem deliberately planted to encourage repeat viewings. Wow. Wow. I do like Princess Leia's navel. The weirder yeah. part to me about that is that um, is that I think Lucas designed that, that uh, bikini. I think he drew that. I think this Good is. Job. I think this poetry. is practical. Um, I would let my sister wear it. It's poetry. Can I smell it? Oh no! Was the point to make a film with no budget and no storyline? What? No, a piece they had of, a budget. They definitely did. What a piece of crap! Thank you to the other reviewers that gave it four or less and explained while the film's shortcomings. I didn't want to admit it that I watched it as much as I did. Editing was lousy. The dialogue was lousy. The storyline was lousy. Teddy bears taking out stormtroopers? Question mark. Princess Leela. Princess Leela. Princess Leela. Princess Leela. Princess Leela is my favorite princess. Why did you sound like the lady who takes my order at my favorite Mexican restaurant? Oh. <laughs> princess Leela struggling Jabba with that would be no more than a licorice necklace to him. I enjoy the first two episodes but was in Africa when this trash was re-leashed and shouldn't have watched it on TV. 
All, All right. right. Okay, Roger Roger Ebert's review right here. Oh, he loved it, didn't he? Yeah, four stars from Roger Ebert, which is, I, I was clicking on it expecting a bad review. No. Return of the Jedi completes the epic Star Wars cycle with the final destruction of the Empire and the inevitable face-off between Luke Skywalker and the evil Darth Vader, now revealed, as we surmise, to be his father. The film has a tone of its own. If Star Wars was a brash space opera and The Empire Strikes Back was a visual feast, Return of the Jedi is a riot of character invention. We get a good look at Jabba the Hutt in his court. We meet the Fuzzy Wuzzy Ewoks, and we are confronted by two wonderfully loathsome creatures. The beast in the dungeon beneath Jabba's throne room, and the desert monster made of teeth and gullet. Poor gullet! If I had to choose, I would say that this is the least of the Star Wars films. It lacks the starting ori startling originality of the first two. It's more concerned with loose ends and final resolutions. It was the correct decision for George Lucas to end with the trilogy and then move to another point in time for the continuation of the saga. To return to these characters a fourth time would destroy the mythic structure of the story and turn it simply into a series. Still, there are inspired things here. The early scenes are dominated by Jabba the Hutt, whose cavern is populated with lots of small, obnoxious creatures in the corners, and a grotesque intergalactic jazz band that seems to have been improvised along with its music. Secure in his lair, I get an ad from Google, so we're going to stop that. But cool. uh, he's right. The, the Jabba scenes, I think, may be the best scenes in the movie. Honestly, they were the parts that kind of fucked with me the most as a kid. I was yeah. like, this is... I don't like this. It, it really feels like an underworld lair. Yeah. Like it was, we I was deeply like Wooka Solo. <laughs> solo, I'll get you. Job, I'll get you your money. And, uh, you know. Stop licking my girls. Jabba. The huts are the only law on Tatooine is a quote from something or other. Yeah. Um, One of the, one of the Star Wars things that the huts are the only law on Tatooine. So it's, it's like a combination between underworld lair and like king or warlord yeah. it's it's sick and it even looks i i don't know where that location was where they filmed that but it even looks like some turkish warlord i think it's a set you know what i mean it looks like some like like 1700s arabian like it looks like the jail from uh monty python <laughs> oh no not monty python uh, uh, uh robin hood men in tights like the beginning of it yeah where he's like in a he's in like a turkish prison yep yeah, th those are my favorites. Overrated. Ewoks! Three exclamation points. Pants. Overrated dribble. I don't... Yeah, they wrote pants. Pants! Why isn't Chewie wearing him? A rehash <laughs> of the first two with Ewoks. Furry little rodents. Thank God Lord of the Rings has finally displaced the mediocre trilogy. Enough said. Displaced <laughs> it for whom? Yeah, I kind of like both trilogies. Same. Being I've, been, real. I've been watching Lord of the Rings lately. We uh we we rewatched all of the uh, the, the Hobbit trilogy over the Ooh, break. Those aren't very good. Um, it wasn't bad if you kind of just watch it as one long ass nine hour movie. To be honest, and it doesn't even take nine hours to read the book. Kind of works. <laughs> you have to <laughs> watch as if I didn't hate it. You have to watch as if you've wasted your time on the other two. It <laughs> contains the only scene that saves the whole trilogy, which is. Princess Leia no! in a golden bikini on a chair. No, 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 no. Let him the speak, the let whole him sentence makes it gross. Princess Leia in a gold bikini on a chain. Yeah. Like the on a chain part. Come on. Can you, no, Let's can, not you pretend get, we hey, don't know gotta, what he's talking you've, about. You've, you've got, <laughs> stop. You've got to read that. Guys, a, if you want to complain, write to Larry Simon. No, 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 no. <laughs> Andrew, you've got to reread that sentence, but like in a much grosser tone. Do your George Lucas impression. <laughs> Sometimes the only thing that saves a whole trilogy. 
Princess Leia in a golden bikini on a chain. Oh, no. The scene where Princess they... Princess Leia <laughs> in a bikini on a chain. The scene where they escape from Jabba the Hutt and Leia jumps back and forth in that skimpy outfit. You can turn it... And then he ch- she chokes <laughs> him to death. You can turn it off right there. Afterwards, it's just a bore, bore, bore. Better yet, you can skip the first two movies completely. You won't lose anything. So skip the first two <laughs> movies, watch one scene, and then that's it. Just watch this one scene with Leia in her bikini and don't watch any more of these movies. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. What's his favorite movie? What else is he rated? Oh, man. Uh, this guy's name is Idiot Off. So... And look him up and find out. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, I loved Return of the Jedi. I thought it was really fun. I mean, it was definitely wacky and weird with all the characters. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, oh, there's something about the last scene that I just still love with the fight scene and the whole, look, let me see oh. your face with oh. my own eyes. Yeah, when he takes off Darth Vader, I man. would look at you once with my own eyes. It's pretty good. And then it's not James Earl Jones and underneath, and you're like, what? And that's the, the kind of the like uh, 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 John Williams killing it with the music at that point. Oh it, yeah, it play, where he plays the the um, the the Imperial March, but like this like the kind re- of just like three violins essentially. Yeah, like and it's it. just such a redeeming oh, so like I, I don't know if you got like it's the key that it's in, but it's just redeeming. Man. Oh man, fantastic! No, there is another, which. Yeah. That was such a weird, dark scene. Because the red light really just comes out of nowhere. For the scene where he's like, leaving. Dying. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, like, he's, uh, something, something, like, Ben's like, uh. That's Empire Strikes Back. No, it's, it's Return of Jedi. Where Luke is flying away to go fight Darth Vader. That's Empire uh, Strikes Oh, you're right. Well, what's Empire the Strikes one? Back. He says something else, though. There's, like, a scene. Anyway. But the oh, whole, there like. There is another, and then he dies. <laughs> No, yeah. that's that's return. Yeah, that's return. He dies in yeah. return. Yeah, that's in return. Yeah. So it's like the whole like uh I remember seeing that as a kid, I didn't really get it. And then I read some of the expanded universe, the legends now as they call it in the uh Disney lore. And I was like, Oh, he was alluding to Leia. Neat. And then you uh, find that out in the movie. The well, force is strong in my family. I wasn't very smart as a kid, Larry. Thanks for uh, rubbing that in. You're not very smart as an adult either. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to set up a podcast, though. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't say much for people to podcast. Um, I don't know how to set up a podcast. But I remember when I was like a young kid, too, I like looked at the title. didn't really think much of it. And then I was like, oh, is Return of the Jedi about Luke or is it about Anakin? Wee, I know things. No? Not going to give me that one? All right, fine. Fuck you, Larry. No, I mean, once the prequels came out, I mean, the whole thing is like one large arc about Anakin, I suppose. It's a poem. Yeah, it's a poem. It rhymes. It's mm-hmm. about parents and our relationships with our fathers. Uh, what, so we've talked about in the other episodes, like how New Hope had a bunch of digital scenes added to it. Oh, yeah. The, I don't... What were the ones for Empire? Uh, we didn't talk about that in the last episode we just had. Uh, Empire didn't have too many. Um, it really they, they added. They added in uh, Ian McDermott as the Emperor. Right, as opposed to the original guy the that looks looks crazy wo- wonky face. Eye. Original woman. That's Is a, it a woman? No, it's a, it's a dude. It's a woman in a in a hood, and they used a guy's voice. Oh, okay. They were trying to in make, in Empire. Yeah, in Empire. Like but the in original Return. Who is it in Return? It was Ian McDermott. It was okay. Yeah, that's Ian, I thought so. So it's the same guy who plays the Emperor in the prequels, right? And and in. 
Spoiler alert for the sequels, but also the latest sequels. I thought it was him in Return, but I didn't know about Empire. Yeah, it's Ian McDermott. So he's like, I think he's still like in his 40s, just an old man makeup in that. Yeah. And then. Because I knew that one day when technology came, I would use Ian McDermott again, and he would look properly old. Exactly. You're calling Darth Vader your friend, but I don't think you're friends. You will give me a dark hole. Something seems fishy about this sheave fella. This guy kind of seems like it's your boss and he calls you friend, but he's not really your friend. <laughs> but in Return of the Jedi, the only thing I remember as far as him like adding stuff was like the Naboo celebration at the very end. The music was extended a little bit to show more scenes and celebration. Yeah, so and then the Hayden Christensen insert. Oh, the ghost. Yeah. Love or hate? It's indifferent to whatever kind of mean to sebastian stan who yeah. definitely shaw or sebastian shaw who is like in the suit mm-hmm. as old man dude yeah his royalty checks for his family just went away at that why point didn't they, why didn't they allow uh uh david prouse to be in the suit at the end of return of the jedi i've never really heard why they didn't go with him was it just because his accent was too scottish I really don't know. I've never read anything about it look let david. me look at you with my own eyes let me look at you with your own eyes I don't know if you've ever seen any of the, like... We're losing all the listeners in Ireland right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the New Hope footage before they used... um, uh, James uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones' voice, so you just hear the guy muddled underneath the helmet. Yeah, David Press has a very thick accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's like saying, was a wee gonna beat you there? (laughs) (laughs) What you laughing at there, Luke? I'm your da. (laughs) Luke, I'm your da. (laughs) (laughs) You sound... You sound like Martin McFly in the third Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. It's like a really bad... Oh, hi. Lucky charms. Look at your strange shoes, your moccasins. <laughs> oh, man. This is a good a... feeling about him, Maggie. <laughs> oh, this is heavy. <laughs> Look at him driving around with that DeLorean with the old man. Join me together. I can rule the galaxy <laughs> together as father and son. <laughs> William Oskill, 50 Let men. Me... <laughs> Let me look at you with my own eyes. <laughs> well, you know why? You know why they couldn't use Prowse? Because he couldn't have that one good line return than Jedi. Sister. No! Sorry. It's, I don't know why. Just that you have one. a twin sister. <laughs> like a good Catholic boy. How come Vader never felt Leia's, like essence and presence in the first two movies before the revelation because oh, I, distance oh, a, still matters oh i also have an answer for that okay go uh, because george lucas hadn't written that he was a sister <laughs> yet. Yeah. yes i had written that i didn't know what i was wanting to do all right buddy you do good impressions but your lucas isn't it's any good at all not a good one you will give it's me a really become, are you slowly becoming charles barkley right now <laughs> hey look I, I i really like star wars movie but I, my favorite character you would think it'd be lando calrissian but no, it is R two D two because for a little guy, he can really get around <laughs> and put his. Why would I think it was Lando? Don't let me say. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> Return of the Jedi one star reviews oh. <laughs> with Larry Simonson, Kayla Westman, and me, Andrew Van. You give us a subscribe yeah. and like whatever you're listening to our voices on right now. Apple, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the rest right there. And uh, we'll keep doing more episodes. And in the meantime, Caleb's going to be a dad that's going to be Ooh. badass. Can't wait for that. And uh, oh, You're going to be like the Rancor dad, like the Rancor trainer. <laughs> <laughs> if my kid's as big as a Rancor, I'll be pumped. Dude. He's I like, he's like yeah. 
yeah, kill that Luke guy. No, dude, oh, no, the door. Luke is that big. I can see Caleb being the next, uh, what is it, uh, Lamar Ball. Like, Lamar Ball? Really just raising your kid. And talking Never lost. <laughs> I I I pick I pick up the best wire now MJ right now four million dollars right now. Uh, Kayla's gonna be a great dad. I can't wait for that to happen. Larry, I assume you approved his PTO for his time of leave. Oh, uh, I, just pay me what you've been paying him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I give him a cup of hot cocoa, but I send it in the packet cold. All right, this has been one star reviews Star Wars trilogy the OT. I don't know why I said OT. It doesn't make sense, right? Does original, sense? Trilogy. Original, original trilogy. Oh, okay, everyone gets it. If you're not nerd. Oh.